evening. Welcome to the evening's edition of the Richard Urban Show, where we present news and views from God's point of view. I am your host, Richard Urban, coming to you from historic Harpers Ferry, West Virginia. I'd like to start tonight's show with a scripture reading. Whatever you wish that men would do to you, do so to them. Matthew 7, 12. So tonight's show is, Will We Seek Blessing and Love or Anarchy and Chaos? Let's watch this clip of President Trump speaking on June 1st. Here in the nation's capital, the Lincoln Memorial and the World War II Memorial have been vandalized. One of our most historic churches was set ablaze. A federal officer in California, an African-American enforcement hero, was shot and killed. These are not acts of peaceful protest. These are acts of domestic terror the destruction of innocent life, and the spilling of innocent blood is an offense to humanity and a crime against God. America needs creation, not destruction. Cooperation, not contempt. Security, not anarchy. Healing, not hatred. Justice, not chaos. This is our mission. And we will succeed 100%. We will succeed. So there we can see the president talking about how the violence is really against decency and against God. And then President Trump went across Lafayette Square to St. John's Episcopal Church. Let's watch that clip now. We have a great country. That's my thoughts. This country is the world. Great. We will make it even. It won't take long. It's not going to take long. You see what's going on. It's coming back. It's coming back strong. It'll be greater than ever before. So here we have President Trump standing in front of the boarded up church. And then he calls his staff members, including, I think, the... Um, Press Secretary and the others, I think that's Secretary of State, to come and stand with him. So there we can see that the President said, this is a great country and it will be restored and getting even greater. So that's a good thing and you know, I believe that. And then Let's watch one more clip to set the stage for my monologue tonight. Let's watch George Floyd's brother, Terrence Floyd. My brother wasn't about that. My brother was about peace. My brother, he was a, he was a, you'll hear a lot of people say he was a gentle giant. You know, you, you'll see him coming, you say, oh, wow, he's a big dude. But then when you talk to him, when you speak to him, he's all about positivity, motivation, you know, and uh, I just can't believe he's gone. And uh, I just had to come down here, you know, to speak to speak speak to people and let people know 
that just channel your anger elsewhere. Don't tap your don't tap your town. Don't the, all of this is not necessary because if his own family and blood is not doing it, then why are you? If his own family and blood is trying to deal with it and be positive about it and go a certain go another route to seek justice, then why are you out here tearing up your community? Because when you finish and then you turn around and then you want to go buy something, you done tore it up. So now you 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 messed up your own living arrangements. So just relax. Are Justice you, will be served. Are you afraid the message is getting lost because of all this? Yes, sir. I am. I feel like it's it's, it's more it, it, it's more more anger and more. Now nah, we're not gonna take this. They taking every incident that happened and combining it into one and doing worse than what they did in all the other situations. You know, because this is getting crazy. You got London. You got all. It's, it's, and, and I'm, I'm. Take your time. I mean, I know my brother. He knew people, and I know he was he was well known in the communities, and and the people knew about him, and he was famous. It's not famous like that, but you know, I I just didn't want him to be famous like this. Be known for what you was known for, motivating people. You know, I just put a clip up on Instagram where he's talking about, you know, getting back to working out. And he's talking about working out, but in him talking, he's motivating people. If it's not just working out, it's something else. Do something positive. Stop making excuses. And that's what I feel is going on. They're using this as an excuse to be stupid. Okay. So now we set the stage. So we can see that George's brother is telling people, why are you riding? Why are you turning things up? You know, this is not what we want. We're, I'm his brother. You know, I should be the most effective. So lest anyone think that all this chaos is about anything about really, how do you say, exonerating or uplifting George Floyd, his brother, just said it's not. So what's really going on here? Let's really, you know, look at that. Well, first of all, I want to say it's I really support President Trump. You know, he's doing the right thing, and he certainly did the right thing by, you know, going across the street to the church with, with a Bible. And, you know, it's really interesting that the uh, both the Episcopal bishop, it's not just interesting, it's wrong, that the Episcopal Archbishop and the Catholic Archbishop both excoriated President Trump like he did something wrong. No, Mr. Archbishop and uh, Mrs. or Ms. Archbishop, you, no, you did something wrong. You are the ones that got it wrong. President Trump is doing the right thing by saying that, you know, this country stands on the basis of God and the Bible. Yes, it does. How about that? And certainly we don't have the establishment of religion, but we have freedom of religion. And the country is always based on the ideals and principles given by God, meaning that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. 
So that's really crazy that they're saying, you know, that President Trump did something wrong and gave a false narrative about, you know, clearing out peaceful protesters who just happened to have baseball bats, bricks, and what other objects with tear gas, which they did not. They did not use tear gas, and it wasn't the military. It was the park police. So I think it was good that President Trump went over there. Yeah, and uh, no, duh. He should not have been walking among protesters with baseball bats. Hello? Anybody home? So, you know, that's a good thing. So what's really going on? Is this really about George Floyd at all? Well, if you think about it, as I just said, no. Even his brother said, why are people, you know, rioting, looting, and burning on the now? So, of course, we have the issue of the, you know, anarchists or really communists, the Antifa. And then we have... Um, yeah, that, and of course, criminal gangs coming in and they just want to loot. It's not too hard to see that they have nothing to do with George Floyd. You know, they're just criminals looting and stealing. And, you know, if this was really about justice and peace, as I just said, do unto others have them do unto you. So we see that there was at least a couple that come to mind immediately of black police officers murdered or off-duty officers. Nobody seems too up and armed about that. Why aren't the protesters, you know, protesting about the officers who were murdered? One of them was a black business owner. Another one was a former chief of police. Nobody seems to be too concerned that they were murdered. Why not? They weren't people. God didn't create them. Seriously. So, you know, as we're thinking about what's going on, we can see that there's a false reality that's been created by the media whipping people up, inflaming them, and giving them a certain agenda. A lot of people who are marching on the streets are the 25 and under crowd. So I would say that's a group that's adrift. How are they adrift? Well, are they connected really to the purpose of life and God's purpose for their life? You know, what is the purpose of life? Do they even understand that? And, you know, I'd like to share some personal testimony so one of the cities that had riots, looting, and protests is Washington, D.C. Well, I'm a, now I live in West Virginia, but I'm a 33-year resident of Washington, D.C., living on Capitol Hill. And I worked for some, um, let's see, 97, 20-plus years, that's right, some about 20 years in D.C. schools, public schools, doing absence-centered education. So what I found out after that the parents really supported that work, but then the officials in D.C. tried to throw a monkey wrench in. And why is this work important? It's important because 75% of children are born out of wedlock in the black community, and that leads to poverty, it leads to juvenile delinquency, it leads to boys not knowing how to be a father in the future, girls not knowing the proper relationship with the man, and so many problems. That rate is also high in all other communities, like one-third, but it's especially high in the black community. So this is the number one issue to, you know, taking care of the real whole problem and problems in the black community. And is anybody talking about this? No. 
In fact, in our journey in the D.C. public schools, just the opposite. The officials there didn't want this message to be given in the public schools. So what happened when we went to D.C. public schools? Well, for many years we worked in the schools, and then after, wow, that was probably about, well, yeah, it was several, quite a few years after we started, a good five years. Then, um, really, one parent is one parent complained to that to the principal and that this guy was in the school. And what was the, the gist of their complaint? Oh my gosh, this guy was in the Unification Church. He's a Christian guy. He believes in Reverend Moon. And he's in our school teaching. Now, was I teaching about Jesus or Reverend Moon or Buddha? No, I was teaching abstinence. But that didn't matter. You know, we can't have anybody of faith teaching in a school. What the heck is that, you know, abrogation? Someone's right. Anyway, what happened is, so they asked, first of all, I told us to stop, um, stop our program without reason, telling that, oh, we just don't want any more outside groups coming in. We have to review everything. Our students are so busy, they can't spare any time or some crap like that. But anyway, we had a meeting with the chancellor, Michelle Ree, who, by the way, was a terrible chancellor. And her number two person, Richard Nancori. So I said, who is this guy anyway? So I look him up, and he writes for the Washington Blade. Well, the Washington Blade is a homosexual newspaper. So this guy is openly homosexual. He says, oh, I get it. You know, they don't want people teaching about absence. Of course, you know, homosexual people should presumably be absent too, you know. Although, before what? I don't know. I mean, you know. Anyway. Meaning, you know, since they can't have the traditional biological marriage. Anyway, let's leave that aside. Anyway, so this guy basically said, well, Mr. Urban, you know, I was circulating a petition, uh, you know, at that time. Petition to uh, get the prop the standards of teaching absence uh, before marriage in the schools. And not to have standards that would um, talk about same sex as with, with like sixth graders. So we did make some ground on that. So what am I saying? So these are cities, L.A., Los Angeles, New York, D.C. These are cities where the administration actively works to promote homosexuality. So they actively work in the schools to kick out people who believe in God, like myself or any other community volunteers, and they actively work to promote the standard that even in sixth grade, children should learn that it's okay to have same-sex attraction. This is what they're teaching our children. And so is there any wonder that with such an atmosphere that these cities with the under-25 youth, you know, milling around in the streets and also at the same time these riots going on, are they learning, you know, absolute values? Are they learning something that is helpful? Are they learning about basic human moral values? No, they're learning something very different. And it's loveless, it's godless. You know, when two men have sexual relations, and it, if you remember, it originally started like in the bathhouse in San Francisco with having hundreds of sexual relationships. This is not about love. This is not about a normal human relationship. And even in the so-called, you know, steady or quote-unquote married homosexual relations, 
where a man may have like five other partners, that's considered a married, quote unquote, relationship for some people. This is not anything that normally people would think of as a relationship of marriage. So then you wonder why things are chaotic. Why are you don't know what's right and wrong? Why are they not recognizing basic things like considering the needs of other people do unto others as they have them do unto you? So and then they're kicking out people not because they're teaching religion, but because they have faith, because they know they don't agree with their homosexual agenda. Wake up, people. This is wrong, and it's godless, and it goes right along with all the chaos we're seeing in the streets right now. Hello, wake up, young people, old people. Anybody home? Good grief, Charlie Brown. You could hear Terrence um, Floyd in the video. So if, you're, if you think it's okay to root, loot, I'm sorry, root, loot, or even... And if you're out there protesting, you know, quote unquote, peacefully, well, you should be mad as crap that a bunch of anarchists and leftists and whoever, Democrats or right wing too, has hijacked your cause and it's using you for nefarious purposes. Get real about this whole thing. So this is crazy, you know, and yeah, I'm a unification, so that's a person you know, believes in teaching of Reverend Sum Young Moon. So one of the things he taught extremely is, not extremely, but extremely emphasized a lot, is that it's important to abstain from sex before marriage. It's important to keep fidelity in marriage. What message would help more? And more than that, it helped more our country and our nation and world. This is biblical teaching. He expanded on the principle of creation, the Genesis story. Yeah, hello. You mean you're not supposed to have sex between two men or two women? Uh, no. You know, and then what kind of world does this create? Is that a loving relationship? Remember, how did homosexuality first start out when AIDS Christ hit? We had bathhouses where men had sex with dozens and hundreds of men. And then they're trying to take, make us think that, oh, we can get married. Well, the average, you know, so-called faithful relationship is what, like eight different relationships? Give me a break. This is not about anything, you know, that's about the kind of love that anybody would normally expect. They might try to make it out to be that and then jamming it down our kids' throats, whether it be D.C. or even here in West Virginia. Oh, we have to teach that you can have in sixth grade. That's what they were putting in the standards. They did actually put it in. In sixth grade, you may be attracted to the person of the same or opposite sex. Yes, you may. We have to teach that to all the sixth graders, and that's what they teach in D.C. And now you can see the good result. No, that's bull crap. And by the way, having worked in the schools for years, I can tell you assuredly that 99% of parents, the black parents, yes, do not agree with that. And I doubt the other color parents agree with it either. You know, but especially the black parents. So, yes, yeah, so we created this godless in environment and then people wonder why everything is chaotic you know and these very same cities and you know also one ironic thing is that the whole um how do you say COVID-19 thing right out the window suddenly these streets like Mayor Bowser saying lock them up don't go out we're gonna lock you up 
But now there's thousands or hundreds or maybe thousands of people on the street. And it's suddenly like, oh, what happened to COVID-19? It's a joke. It's a complete distraction. That was, that's, that's in another agenda. That's another agenda to, you know, get rid of, you know, President Trump. And to get rid of more than that are all constitutional rights and values and to train people that anything's okay. Oh, it's okay. Wear a mask, you know, do unsocial distancing. You know, by the way, masks have little or no effect. And I've been seeing the studies that show about social distancing. And by the way, people get COVID-19 when they're cooped up in the house, not when they're out at Costco or whatever. So we see all these crazy things that are completely backwards. So, yeah, if you really want to look at what's plaguing communities, the black community, and really all communities, but especially severe, is break down the family. Hello. Hello, Mr. Terrence Floyd. Told you don't riot. Don't tear down your community. Everybody's still doing whatever the heck they want. Well, I'd be mad as hell that somebody was hijacking, you know, my protest for nefarious means. You know? And even, you know, there is a connection between the godlessness of this whole situation, meaning, for instance, those things that are godly, like promoting sexual abstinence. And no, we didn't teach religion in schools. We taught sexual abstinence. But that's a godly thing, right? It's a good thing. It promotes things that are biblical, like marriage between a man and woman. Well, those things you know, are being attacked. And guess what? Who else doesn't like those? People like Bill Gates, who believes in depopulation and who believes, you know, vaccinating every person in the world. So that would be some nexus between this kind of crazy anarchy and Bill Gates. They're both godless. They both don't recognize a higher authority. Like we said, do unto others and have them do unto you. So you see pictures of people yelling at police officers. And of course, you know, obviously, I hope you know, people looting and stealing and rioting it has nothing to do with George Floyd. So, you know, I, I, that it's just a complete, completely bogus thing. And the real issues, like probably the greatest issue in our country right now, I mean, the overall general issues that we've, you know, thrown God out on the streets, so to speak, or out, period. But also the issue of, the sickness of our children. One in two children have a developmental disability. Why? One in 36 children have autism. It's going up and up and up. Why? Could it be connected to vaccines? Yes, of course it is. Why can't we talk about that? Hello, white community, black community, yellow community. Why isn't anybody talking about that? Which was the community that was lied to? Where the study came out that was, um, how do you say, featured in the Vax movie. Black boys were becoming autistic, and the CDC lied about it. And they still haven't, haven't ever admitted that that was wrong. Nobody's testified in Congress, and that came out like six years ago now, 2014. Nobody did a daggum thing, you know? And then, so this is a huge distraction. This is like, call it what you will. You know, it's a complete distraction from the real issues. And what are the real issues? Well, we've been talking about the breakdown of the family, especially severe in the black community, fatherlessness, out-of-wedlock birth, 
And we were also talking about the crisis of thousands of children dying from vaccine injury, sudden infant death syndrome, unexplained, on the rise, autism, skyrocketing, unexplained. And then Big Pharma doesn't want to talk about that. Oh, everything's great. Everything's great. And then all these distractions, you know, against President Trump, one after the other, you know, like the COVID-19 and the Russia Gate, and then for the minute he took office trying to impeach him. All these things are way too crazy. Gosh, this is too crazy. This is really just too crazy. So I hope I hope I've um, made good sense tonight. There's a connection between all these things. You know, when you kick God out, when you kick absence out of schools, when you have homosexual assistant, whatever, chancellors, kicking people out of school because they're of faith. No, we don't want them in the school. No, not because they're teaching religion. Just because they have a faith. Hello? Are you, are you Catholic? Are you Protestant? Are you Evangelical? Are you Buddhist? Whatever. Well, how about if your job tells you, regardless of how good you're doing, hey, we don't want you for your religion. Well, that's exactly what happens in D.C. schools. Happened to me, my friend. You know, and pushing, you know, homosexuality. You know, which is complete, completely, it's against God's plan of creation, and it's wrong. And in any case, it's extremely unhealthy. Is having sex, anal sex with different people healthy? No. So why would we you know, promote that to our kids at all. Well, that's D.C. public schools for you. And then you wonder, oh, I wonder why our kids um, are out on the street. I mean, there's, these things are related. This is godless. So do wake up. Do wake up to the real issues, like break down the family and the real hidden agendas, like being used by Big Pharma as guinea pigs for their vaccines that no one knows that they're safe. And literally thousands of people dying from these vaccines and being covered up. How about we march for that? How about if we march for fulfilling God's will? How about we march for like Reverend promoted interracial, international, blessed marriages? Wouldn't that be a good thing? Isn't that the only real solution for in the long term for peace on this planet? And, and the truth. He brought a clarification of the Bible. You know, Christianity isn't really an ideology. It's, a, it's the faith that those who believe in Jesus as a Savior have, and I have that too. But it doesn't explain clearly what the purpose of creation is. It doesn't explain clearly what the fall of man is. It doesn't explain clearly about the, the mission and coming of the Messiah. It doesn't explain clearly about the second coming. It doesn't explain clearly the providential time identity of history. All these things were explained by Reverend Moon. A lot, a lot of people didn't listen, but, you know, I find they're listening more now. And people need to study these things. So I'll leave you with that thought. Let's get with the real program. This is not going to work. The devil has way overstepped his bounds. You know, so this is not going to succeed. We are going to have peace in our country. I 100% support President Trump. We are a nation centered on God, not chaos, not anarchy. And people aren't stupid, you know, and they're not going to go for this false, fake stuff of one crisis after another that's not a real crisis. First you have the Russia gate, the COVID gate, now this riot gate, whatever you want to call it. No, these are not the real issues. Return to God and his purpose. 
return to the purpose of creation, and repent and seek goodness, kindness, and mercy, do unto others and have them do unto you. I am your host, Richard Urban. I am coming to you from Historic Harper's Ferry. Do be blessed. And this has been Will We Seek Blessing and Love or Anarchy and Chaos? We will see you next time.